0: episode 10 anger management with kids welcome to the thriving fatherhood podcast where we are living and working in the trenches to go from surviving to thriving in this mission field called fatherhood my name is brian knight i'm a father of two and another do any day now life is busy with a newborn coming any day now Finishing up work uh, before going on paternity leave and uh, moving my mother and I could come up with five other big things. I'm sure that you can relate in your own life with the busyness of this season of life in the messy middle. And for those of you who uh, are just tuning in now, I use this term called the messy middle for fatherhood and that that is... Where you're a father and you're raising, you've got kids at home. You've got a wife, kids, you've got a lot going on. That, to me, is true fatherhood and is the messy middle. The The topic for discussion today uh, was not planned, but is important for thriving fatherhood. And that is how to handle anger from your kids. And honestly, a lot of the material in this episode can be applied to your spouse and wait for it yourself. So let's get started. My son Asher uh, has, as some of you may know, a sensory processing disorder. According to our pediatrician, it is not a bad case, but he definitely handles his emotions, feelings, and responses differently than most kids his age. Honestly, it is challenging to tell if. The response is because he is five years old or something needs to be done about this. Like he's reacting to something and I'm like, I don't know if this is just him being a five year old or I need to do something about this. I need to get counseling or something for him. So when he gets upset about something, he can become angry towards me or my wife and start saying things he shouldn't. They do not bother me much, but one time Bethany uh, disciplined him and he said something to the effects of, I wish you would die. Um, As I recall her saying, now that's a lot for a five-year-old to say. Well, this made my wife very upset to hear this from Asher, who she has poured her life into and sacrificed a lot for. My wife is a feelings person and so this upset her greatly after talking with bethany and reflecting on what had happened i have some suggestions on how you can thrive when it comes to anger management with your kids and others number one don't take it personally this applies big time to your kids especially the little ones and is difficult to understand As the father, you have to be the one who does not mirror their anger and emotions. They do not yet know the proper way to handle them, and that is what we are there for. Remember, your child is learning how to respond and handle their emotions for the first time in some situations, and you need to remember to meet them where they are at, not where you want them to be or where you may be. Remember, the buck stops with you, fathers. You are the leader in the family. Always come from a place of love. What do I mean by this? The Bible verse, Ephesians 6, 4, comes to mind here. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So my uh, John MacArthur uh, commentary says, Christian father's authority over his children does not allow for unreasonable demands and strictures that might drive his children to anger, despair, and resentment. Discipline and instruction of the Lord. This calls for systematic discipline and instruction which brings children to respect the commands of the Lord as the foundation of all of life, godliness and blessing. As a father, you should be coming from love. And that means not trying to use your authority to overpower your wife or kids, but discerning how you can respond in love to the situation and looking at it as an opportunity for growth and correction for your kids. And maybe be an example and leadership for your spouse. What I have found in almost, in my almost six years as a father is your kids will start to emulate your responses to anger. So if you are yelling, have a mean face or worse throwing stuff when you're angry, that is what your kids will start to do. So you have to be the leader and be the one when you feel that anger dwelling up inside of you to pause and take a breath. There's an acronym I like to use called the STOP method, S-T-O-P in capitals. It stands for S as in stop, T as in take a breath, O as in observe how you feel in this very moment, and P is proceed. When you are in the moment and about to respond to something one of your loved ones did or you have a certain thought about what someone said or did, which results in a feeling, before you respond, remember the STOP acronym. Next, you should talk, don't yell. We have talked about this a little already. My wife and I still have a lot of work to do on this. When we are at our wits end, we start yelling until our kids submit. Can you relate on that one? We do not yell at each other, thank God. There are opportunities for empathy when your child gets angry. You can say something along the lines of, I know that makes you angry but God calls us as Christians to love each other, not hurt one another, even if someone has wronged you. So, it doesn't mean you need to tolerate it. Also, talking and discussing can offer opportunities to teach children about humility and not being so focused on their self. As a parent, we also need to learn our own triggers. What from your past and what thoughts and feelings trigger you to respond in a way that you are not proud of? I wanted to bring up a couple of verses that relate to the subject we're on. Proverbs 15:1. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. This can be applied to your children and pretty much everybody else that you interact with in life. Colossians three twenty one. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. That's another one to remember. My wife has taught me a lot about talking with a sensitive child. For example, say my son steals a toy from his younger sister. Then they start fighting. This is an opportunity to say, Asher, you know that is Katie's toy and she was playing with it. How would you feel if someone took your toy from you? And lately, that's got him to start saying, hmm, you know, I probably wouldn't like that. So instead of saying in a stern voice, give that back to her right now, or worse, just spanking him, then he doesn't know the reason. Now, if I had told him not to do something and said, you will get a spanking. If I see it again, he's going to get that spanking the next time as a consequence. If I see it, I use a great saying that I stole from my church pastor. Um, and he would be totally okay with that who he learned from his daddy. If you can't listen, you got to feel. I love this because if you have tried talking and they are still disobeying, then they will have to feel. And what I mean is the minimum stimulus needed to make them regret doing the action. Not as hard as you can hit type of spanking, but if it did not seem to phase them, then you're going to have to spank harder. Yeah, my goal is always to um, do the minimum stimulus needed to... um, make them regret doing the action. And if I find that what I did is not enough of a punishment or not enough stimulus, then I'll step it up next. Give them time and maybe you time to cool down. When discussing this with my wife to prepare for the show, She mentioned uh, you want to make sure you are in a position of self-control where you can mirror that response to the situation. This is unique for each situation, but sometimes we or they need time in order to be open to learning. If you feel like you're going to respond to a situation the wrong way, then you may need to come back later to talk about it or honestly to give punishment. You are the only one who can answer that for yourself. Personally, I feel a lot of situations with kids need to be addressed right away or the opportunity is lost. Next, your children, especially if they are small, will probably forget about being angry at you. While you may remember it clear as day... They will be on to other things, but you still may be harboring feelings from when they were angry with you last night or you were angry with them. Bethany struggles with this more than I do. Um, I mean, I'm not invincible on that, but I kind of just do what needs to be done. Um, I don't get a lot of feelings into it. I just try to make sure I'm doing the right thing and not over-punishing for a situation. But I always try to think, okay, am I doing the right thing? Do I need to take action right away? Is this an opportunity to make my child a better person? So while we're talking about that, I want to talk a little bit more about punishment. When a child becomes angry and they need discipline, you can punish them while helping them at the same time. You know, all punishment doesn't have to be Soap in the mouth or whoopings or, you know, stuff like that. Although, might be a place for that. But I think that you need to try other things before that happens. So I call it constructive punishment. I, <laughs> I didn't do a lot of research into this. Um, I, you know, it may be called a million other things. But for example, my son needs help with his fine motor skills. And writing is one of his challenges in school. He recently had a note sent home from his teacher where another kid dared him to hit another kid in the face. And my son hit the other kid. This is is a story I got from Bethany. Anyways, we talked about his punishment over the phone because I was at work when she read about it and when she talked to me about it we decided we would make him write a letter of apology to the teacher and the other boy, other boy's mother. This allowed Asher to learn a valuable message so he could understand what he did wrong, learn humility, improve his writing skills and apologize to the ones he hurt. He did not enjoy doing this, which was part of the purpose. If he does it again, He will be doing the same thing and something else he will not enjoy, but can benefit him at the same time. I will up the consequences until his behavior stops. The last thing I want to say is, if you are experiencing anger from your kid or in your family, which will happen, or from your family, then Reevaluate and take a fresh look at how you, yes, I said you, are being a role model for your spouse and your kids. Some other things to look at and think about are school, which I know is difficult to know, who your child is interacting with. Also, who is your child hanging out with? Who are their friends? Our kids do have um, iPads, which Bethany monitors all the shows they see on them. We have had to reevaluate the shows my son watches on a few occasions. Also, TV, we do not have cable and only allow the kids to watch a show or movie if we are watching it with them. Uh, We do have um, to remind my mother-in-law about watching anything with any killing, lovemaking, curse words in her shows if she is watching it and the kids are around. Even though they may do another thing, they uh, are good listeners most of the time. When you think they are not listening, they are, especially as they get older. The main take-home message in this episode is approach anger from your child with love. And that does not mean give them what they want, but it does mean to have their best interest at heart, not yours. Talk first. If that does not work, then they will have to feel to get the behavior to stop. Meet your children where they are at and disciple them into godliness and a pursuit of righteousness. That is what I have for you today. If you feel this show has been valuable to you, I encourage you to share it with another father who could gain some insight from it. Also, if there is a topic you're interested in me talking about, or I have questions, please send it to Knight, B-R-I at gmail.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T, B-R-I at uh, gmail.com. You can also check out my website at brianjknight.com. I'll be updating the pictures and content over the next month, but you can still check out some of my work and contact me there. Also, if you would be interested in working with me or having me mentor you, on your journey back from surviving to thriving in fatherhood, then send me an email or reach out to me through my website and we can set up a call to see if I can help you to thrive more in your fatherhood journey. Thank you for listening and until next week, continue thriving in fatherhood.